Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, your kitchens, baths, tile, appliances, everything you have in your home and outside your home. You name it, we chat about it. And now on with the show. Well, today is March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, and we have no guests today. It's just me talking to you about one of the important uh, elements in a home, and I'll get to that in a minute. Our sponsors uh, are appliance sponsors. One of them is Monogram. Monogram introduces two collections, the Minimalist Collection and the Statement Collection. Monogram is not just one detail, it's many. When you put them all together, you create appliances that look, feel, and perform as if they were designed perfectly for you. I love Monogram appliances, and you will too. If you want more information about these great appliances, you can visit monogram.com. And now we'll talk about the home office. The home office was a luxury item at one time. Very few people had their own office in their home. And if they did have extra room, it went to the exercise room or the theater room, but rarely an office. But now you're seeing home offices or learning rooms for students as a necessary item. So I think I think I've seen a lot of office space and pictures and I've done a lot of research that don't make sense. So what we're going to do is talk about what, how you can make the space functional and what you need in that space. First of all, you have to pick your spot. Not just any spot in the house. It can't be the kitchen table or the coffee table. It's got to be a place where you have some privacy, some quietude, and you feel like you can get into a work mode. It's really hard to work when you've got people running around behind you or when the doorbell rings and the phone rings and you're trying to concentrate. So you need a space dedicated to your work. If that's important to you, I would think it is. So you have to get creative with the space. If you don't have a lot of space and you have a guest room or one of your kids decided to go to college or move out, guess what? It's the perfect office. You might feel bad getting rid of the stuff that uh, was your children's room. Uh, Maybe everything on the wall has to come down and you turn it into an office. I actually did that about 20 years ago, and I love it. Uh, Yeah, you feel like, well, your kid left. Now, if you turn his room into an office, you're really cutting the strings, but hey, (laughs) it was the best feeling in the world, and it was a good choice. So if you don't have a separate room that you can turn into an office, well, think about maybe a space in a laundry room or you can turn a closet into a small office, but it's very important to have a door. I mean, I've seen pictures of uh, home offices where designers are saying, set it up in the corner of a living room by a fireplace or by the TV. In my opinion, that's definitely not gonna work. You need to keep out the noise and you need privacy. So think about that one. Um, there goes the kitchen table idea. Um, If you work from a computer and that's all you need, possibly you could get into a little corner and 
put your headphones on and work, but not that many people can do that. Uh, if you don't have the square footage to uh, definitely get a home office that's yours, or you might think about setting up a place in the garage or a basement. Anything but in the middle of your house. Unless you live alone. You know, if you live alone and you have a cat or a dog or nobody, you can have your office anywhere you want. The kitchen table would work too. And don't expect to concentrate when other people, including your kids, your pets, and your neighbors are tromping through your house or they turn the TV on or they're blasting the stereo. Um, you almost want to go to a neighbor's house if they have an extra room and maybe rent a room from them. That might be a good idea. But these ideas of micro spaces where you can maybe set up the space in the corner of a bedroom or a living room. And what they're saying is, and I disagree with this, make it your own space, paint the wall behind your desk a different color, put an area rug in there, that's still not going to give you the privacy. You still need a door. I don't care what they say. Okay, let's talk about the elements in your office. Hopefully you do have an office. You need a chair, a comfortable chair. Don't think about one of these really cute side chairs you'd put in a living room or a dining room chair. Unless you've tried it, Having a chair without wheels is miserable because you have to lift the chair every time you want to get up from your desk. If you have arms, make sure that when you slide the chair under the desk, the arms don't crash into the edge of the, the desk. That happened to me also. I found out these things the hard way. And if you are the type of person that is going to sit in that chair for eight hours, you might think of a headrest. You can get a typical office chair, and that's why they call them office chairs, because they're great in a workspace. So think about going to an office supply store, or maybe a secondhand store and getting a, a used chair. Uh, but definitely the chair is one of the most important things. And then what's next? Well, it would be the desk. The desk is important because you don't want a piece of uh, plywood on two sawhorses. That's not going to work. I also had that in a place where I worked. It was disgusting. It, it just doesn't make you feel like you're worth anything. So you want to get a desk or an area where you can feel like it's stylish, it's functional, and it's practical. Again, you can go to a secondhand store or uh, Salvation Army Goodwill, sometimes you'll find an interesting desk there, maybe a student desk, and you can refinish it, paint it, make it look cute, and you'll feel good about that. Uh, if you need drawers, think about this before you purchase the desk. How many drawers do you need? Do you need space to spread out your work? I'm the kind of person that needs a uh, huge workspace. So don't get one of these little teeny-weeny desks set up for a seven-year-old. Be practical. Don't get a glass desk. Again, I've seen pictures of real cute home offices with glass desks. Now, I don't know what that's supposed to prove. Yeah, it looks good, but first of all, you have to be really neat. You have to keep cleaning it because every 
every dust particle will show. It's just not practical. Every time you lay something on it, it's very noisy. Um, yeah, so don't get the glass. The space should work for you. The desk should be able to fit into your space and look like you really look like you're working in a in an office, not a little kitty room. Third thing you need is light. This is really important. If you can get your desk by a window and get natural light, that's definitely a plus. If not, you can get uh, light fixtures for your desk or a ceiling fixture or even a standing light. Make sure that it's LED uh, functional with a dimmer possibly. But if you're working in a dark space, number one, it's not good for your eyes. Number two, it's very depressing. So always think about the light aspect. Well, another thing you can think about is, uh, especially if you do Zoom meetings a lot, um, having your room look good on a Zoom meeting. You want it to look professional. So again, you need the right light. Uh, if you can face the window during the day, guess what? That daylight will make you look younger on your Zoom call. And that's, to me, that would be important for everybody to think about. And the wall behind you should be a color that shows well on the Zoom calls and complements your skin tones. Now, according to Zoom, they recommend green. I'm not a green fan, even though today is St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I don't think everybody looks good with a green background. So what you have to do is pick a color that you look the best in. It could be a gray tone or it could be a pale pink tone, but don't forget it has to work with your skin. Let's put first things first. So you don't want to commit to a color though. You could use a green screen if you know what that is. You could change your backgrounds and use virtual backgrounds but you don't want it to look too contrived. That gets kind of, um, well, let's say that the people that you're talking to in your Zoom conference will know that uh, it's, uh, it's a green screen. Okay, so your background is New York City and you really live in uh, the Bahamas or you, know, you wish you had the background of the Bahamas and you live in Kansas. They're gonna get tired of that and so are you. So find a real interesting piece of art to hang behind your desk, paint the wall color a complementary color, and be done with it. You can accessorize, but don't over-accessorize. Don't have all the clutter all over the place. Don't have a lot of accessories on your desk. Um, you have to be practical. This is a work environment. Again, it could be cutesy, but you don't want to go overboard. So a couple of things that I've, I've found on these lists is definitely don't work in your bedroom. 
it's too conducive to taking breaks and taking naps. So that's that's not something you really want to be um, uh, sign up for because your productivity will show that. Set your schedule so everyone in the house knows when you're not available. You can't keep answering the phone or answering the front door or having your kids knocking at the door. If your work time is 8 to 12 and 1 to 5, stick with it unless there's a definite emergency. And remember, this situation could be permanent. You could be working in your home forever. Most of the people like working from home unless they have little children. And there again, if you have babies or little small children, you might think about uh, contracting a daycare center, uh, having a somebody come, I want to say come into your home, but you definitely have to have your own space. So if the child is young, uh, having a, a I want to call it a babysitter or a child care worker come into your home if you want to keep an eye on the baby, especially if you're nursing or if the baby is a newborn. Uh, if the child is a toddler, putting the child in daycare. You do have to separate your mommy time or your daddy time from your work time. So if you have the luxury from working home, and I've done this for 20 years. Think about making it permanent. There's uh, definite pros and cons, but since I've been doing this for 20 years and I enjoy it, you just have to discipline yourself. You have to know when to work, when to cut off, and when to separate yourself from your family members and your friends. So I hope this really helped thinking about and setting up your home office. Uh, I disagree, like I've said, with a lot of ideas that people have had. And the best thing to do is try everything out. And if it works, stick with it. You don't want to reinvent the wheel. I want to talk about uh, our other appliance sponsor, uh, Thermador is they also have two collections. They have the Masterpiece Collection, which is a modern design for every kitchen, while the Professional Collection is more a professional grade design where you can experience restaurant-style quality in your home. Thermador is luxury that lasts, empowered by design and led by innovation. So to learn more about Thermador, go to thermador.com. Now, while I'm talking about appliances and talking about the home office, there are a couple of things that I think would be fun in an office if you have the space and if you're going to spend a lot of time in there. And that would be maybe a small microwave. Um, they always come in handy, especially in the winter if you want to warm up your coffee or pop popcorn or just warm up a cup of soup instead of going back to the kitchen you can sequester yourself in your office and have your own microwave and at the same time you can have an under counter refrigerator a small refrigerator even a dorm size refrigerator would be perfect there for cold water drinks maybe keep your wine cold and another thing is a coffee pot or a coffee maker or a keurig 
those always come in handy in an office. So think about that. Like I said before, make this space your own. Um, put it together so that you're comfortable. Who knows? You might not want to come out of your office. <laughs> I mean, if it's that much fun. So before I go, I want to talk about my other podcast. I do another podcast with my nerdy son, who is a computer engineer, and it's called Hugo Floss. We talk about everything and anything except design, although we'll be talking in the next couple of uh, podcasts about uh, different items that Dan has come up with, and one of them is an interesting desk. This might be a good desk for a home office. It's called Worky, and we'll be discussing that. Um, we started to last week, and we'll be discussing and describing it more as time goes on. So you can uh, find Hugo Floss on Anchor, on Spotify, and you can also go into uh, Google and find it there as well as this podcast. I've been doing this podcast for four years, uh, so I've got a pretty good standing. The other podcast is a newbie. We've only been doing it for about 14 weeks, and hopefully we'll have people uh, listening and enjoying it and coming back and commenting and subscribing. But anyway, I want to say that... um, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope I gave you enough ideas for a home office so that you think it's worthwhile to set one up. And uh, let's face it, if you make some mistakes, you can always change things. If you want to try it out in the living room and it doesn't work, well, move into another part of the house. Nobody says you can't do that. But don't think that you're going to be the super person who's going to work in the middle of the house while the kids are running around and get anything done. It doesn't work that way. I've done that too. Anyway, it's still March 17th, and it's still St. Patrick's Day, so have a green beer on me. Hope you enjoyed today's show. If you can subscribe and rate and comment on the platform you're using, I would really appreciate it. And don't forget to share these with your friends. Uh, These podcasts have more information and um, more ideas than I think a lot of podcasts I've listened to. I try to cover everything having to do with your home, especially when I have guests. Our next um, week's guest is really interesting. Definitely, if you have any tile, you're going to want to listen to this next podcast. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. So I want to say stay safe out there. Have a great day. Wear your mask. We've got to get rid of this COVID. We've got to get this thing done and get back to our normal lives if we will have a normal life. So in the meantime, have a great day again.